Hey everybody, Ryan here. Welcome to the first episode of Craft Beer and Culture, my new podcast where I highlight the craft beer scenes in various cities around the world that I visit and the culture in those cities as well. This first episode uh, will take you to Ensenada, Baja California, Mexico, located about two hours south of San Diego along the Pacific coast of the Baja Peninsula in the country called Mexico. I've been working on this uh, particular episode since January, and it is now November. Uh, life got a little busy, things come at you fast, and I just realized I had not worked on it and completed it as quickly as I wanted to. But here we are. So let's get started. I visited Ensenada in January of this year, 2018, uh, on a vacation with my wife, who, while she does enjoy beer uh, from time to time, she is not the craft beer snob that I am. Um, And I have to admit that when we uh, planned this trip, it was more of a getaway um, for us to get away for multiple nights uh, for the first time since our daughter was born over three years ago. So it was a It was a long-awaited trip uh, where we wanted to do a lot of fun stuff, see a lot of fun things. And, of course, I realized that there was a burgeoning craft beer scene in Ensenada. So I was very excited to visit the four uh, craft breweries in uh, Ensenada and the surrounding area that there uh, are at at this point in time. Uh, So there was Cerveceria Transpeninsular, Aguamala, uh, Double C, and Wenland. And the order I visited them in was Transpeninsular, Aguamala, Double C, and Wenland. Correction. Transpeninsular, Double C, Aguamala, Wenland. Um, All of them had great things uh, going for them. Um, all had pretty solid beer, uh, friendly staff. Um, some of them had great food options. I met a lot of interesting people. Um, so let's get started, uh, with Transpeninsular. Hold up. I just realized before we get to the first brewery, I should probably play for you the first segment that I recorded for this episode that was recorded when I was actually still in Ensenada back in January. So you can see how this whole project was going to be a lot more interesting because I was going to record the whole damn episode while still on the ground in the city the episode was taking place in. But we'll just save that for when I'm in Hamburg, Germany next summer. Uh, So... Here is that first segment about the first full day in Ensenada. And then we'll get to the breweries. So it's our first full day in Ensenada. And flew into San Diego yesterday morning. Uh, spent some time uh, there. Uh, went to one of the Stone Brewing restaurant locations. Uh, it was amazing. Great food. 
uh, great beer. I uh, had a, a burger made out of tempeh that tasted like real meat. Um, and uh, then drove down the scenic highway, a toll road, uh, to Ensenada. Uh, arrived late afternoon and then just uh, relaxed at our hotel, which is the uh, Hotel Coral and Marina, located a couple miles north of the center of town. Uh, haven't had any of the uh, good cr local craft beer here yet, but planning on checking out a place or two this evening when we get back from whale watching. Um, so uh, let's see what I find. Cerviceria Transpeninsular was the first microbrewery that I visited when I was in Ensenada back in January. Uh, their primary focus uh, is quality beer, uh, consistent beer. Um, the location was awesome. Uh, full kitchen. They had a backyard play area for kids. Um, open seven days a week. They had parking uh, with uh, a security guard in the evenings. My favorite beer there uh, was kind of a tie between the Kilometer 5.5 Milk Stout and the uh, Caraterra 3 West Coast IPA. Uh, the Caraterra 3 uh, was uh, this light uh, beer had a aroma uh, that was sort of like candied lemons it was kind of had a fruity fruity taste to it uh, a little bit malty uh, very 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 hoppy uh, named after highway 3 which is the highway that takes you from the border into Cate uh, through the Val de Guadalupe um, their brewmaster at the time, uh, Callaway Ryan, uh, years ago was one of the brewers at Surly, uh, back when they were still in Brooklyn Center. Uh, and then he relocated back to the West Coast, uh, shortly before they opened their destination brewery uh, in Minneapolis. I was sitting at the bar with my wife. Uh, enjoying a flight they had a replay of the X Games from last year 2017 playing on the TVs and I see this guy come around the corner from the brewing area and he had this faded old surly t-shirt on and I'm sitting there uh, with a twins hat on and I was like surly like it and he was he was like yeah he, uh, I was going to ask you about your hat and turns around, he tells me that he used to work for Surly, and we started just shooting the shit about Minneapolis and about Surly, and he uh, he kind of gave me an inside uh, little view of the whole situation with Todd, because he still is in contact with a lot of his former coworkers and with Omar, the owner. So he was still had the kind of the inside inside information about uh, Todd, their former head brewer that left last year under some 
interesting circumstances. And yeah, we were just talking and uh, he actually came up this past spring and he did a uh, guest brew at Surly that I ended up trying. It was pretty good. But um, yeah, he is no longer the head brewer at this brewery, uh, Trans Peninsula. He uh, had to quit a few months ago uh, to move back to the States for some family issues, but really, really cool guy. Um, but anyway, sorry, I got a little sidetracked. Getting back to this beer, um, the, uh, he really hit a home run with this, with this beer. Um, and I actually bought a six pack of it before we left town on our last night when we went back to this brewery again. It's the one brewery I went to twice when I was there. But got back to the hotel, pulled it out of the the bag, and realized they had actually given me a six-pack of the Kilometer 5.5 Milk Stout. And I was like, eh, that's fine. It was good. Because uh, the Kilometer 5.5 was coffee... Uh, Heavy on the coffee, milk stout. Uh, had some chocolate notes to it. Very dark, uh, very full-bodied, um, and I would say that it was probably this my second favorite. If I had to choose between those first two. If you were to look at my rating for that one on Untapped, I gave it a three three point three point five. Next up was the uh, Tierra Clara Blonde Ale. Clean, easy drinking, light, not very hoppy, uh, brewed with German hops, very straightforward beer. It was actually their first beer uh, that they ever brewed as a brewery. Um, it, I remember, I think I gave that one about a 3, 3.3 and untapped. If you don't think I'm being honest or you want to check, just look me up on Untapped. Then I tried the Strummer's Vienna Lager. I mean, pretty straightforward beer, Vienna Lager. They named it after the late guitarist Joe Strummer. Uh, had an off-white head, creamy, whole wheat bread f uh, aroma to it. Smelled kind of sweet, toastiness. Um, but a clean finish from what I remember. Uh, they said that they brewed it and thinking about the days and nights of driving to and from Ensenada, listening to the radio without many selections, the deeper you get uh, down the peninsula when you can no longer get the, the U.S. stations in on your radio. A lot of Joe Strummer, a lot of Clash. Uh, it was a way of passing time on the highway. And then they had a uh, amber beer that was pretty happy, the uh, Three Virgins, Three Virgines. Uh, it, was a, it was a red amber ale, had some grapefruit and caramel flavoring to it, medium body, kind of citrusy, um, named after a stretch of the Transpeninsular Highway that is pretty treacherous between uh, San Ignacio 
and Santa Rosalia because you're in the shadow of three dormant volcanoes. And then the Playitas Session IPA, which, as with your average session beer, uh, pretty easy, easy drinking. Uh, golden color, floral aroma, honey overtones to it with a lightly bready taste. It was a smooth and clean beer. Um, I would say it would be the good all-around beer. You know, if you're not into hoppiness, you're not into dark beers, this would be your go-to. Um, just sort of an everyday, you know, the one you take to the beach, uh, which is kind of why they brewed it. Uh, the Zona Playitas is the small community on the highway, the Transvencilar Highway, um, right where they're located. And just sort of, just an easy drinking beer for going to the beach. So those are all the beers that were there uh, when I was there back in January. When I uh, check out their information currently, um, they have a couple different beers that I didn't get to try. Um, currently have the La Curva, which is an Imperial IPA and a Pilsner that wasn't on tap when I was there. And then they've been getting into some uh, barrel aging with some barley wines. Um, but other than that, um, I pretty much got to try the, uh, their all around year round beers. Um, the time of year I was there was sort of the off season. So they stuck to some pretty, pretty basic beers. Um, the kinds you'd see at most breweries that you'd go to. Um, but I would say that was probably my favorite brewery of all the breweries that I went to. And I went there first and I went there last because I didn't want to leave town without at least a six pack and a t-shirt. So I got both. And I met a really cool brewmaster, uh, Callaway Ryan, who I got to shoot the shit with about Minnesota for a while too. So made it really a good way to kick off my brewing experience in S Ensenada and um, a good way to end it as well. Now that I'm done at uh, Trans Peninsula, my next stop was uh, Cerveceria Double C, which, since I was there in January, has actually moved to a new location, which part of me is kind of sad about because the location they were in was this old, like, half, just tore-up building. It looked like ruins, almost, with this amazing view of the Pacific. It was on this hill across the road from the beach, and it was ridiculous. Sunset view was ridiculous. I'm going to put a picture of the view that I took when I was there um, on the Facebook page because it is ridiculous. Anyway, this brewery, very low volume at the time, um, 
but the staff was friendly because I went in the wrong door and ended up in the middle of just the back brewing area and thought they were going to chase me out and thinking I was trying to break in. It was weird. Got there right when it opened for the evening. Uh, the bartender, <laughs> not so much the same kind of connection as uh, meeting the former uh, Surly Brewer, but this guy, young kid, his girlfriend goes to UW-Superior, the University of Wisconsin-Superior, so we were talking about Duluth breweries and uh, Thirsty Pagan in Superior. It was really cool um, just talking about that kind of stuff. Uh, but he was a local. Um, so there was kind of a language barrier because I am not really good at Spanish because I took French, but I'm trying to get better. Anyway, I only tried a handful of beers here because we were short on time um the sombra verde was a, a session ipa uh, that i found pretty unique 40 ibu 5.1 abv um easy drinking uh no nothing too over the top i mean prefer a session ipa it was it, it was really good i um Definitely to say that was probably my favorite one. And then uh, the Cow Brown Brown Ale, um, which 26 IBU was a, it was a porter more than a brown ale. Um, 5.3 ABV, really solid beer. Um, the beers weren't as good as they were at Trans Peninsular. But the atmosphere and that view um, made it uh, definitely worth worth my time. So I was quite happy to have uh, checked that place out uh, and definitely want to go back to view uh, and see their new location the next time I'm in Ensenada because... Uh, this was a very promising place. Next up on my journey was uh, Cerveceria Aguamala, which was unique in that it is built out of old shipping containers like ocean liner shipping containers. So it was a really, really cool two-story location. Uh, it was north of our hotel. My wife, Amber, decided to stay back at the hotel uh, while I went here solo, but I met up with uh, Octavio Sanchez, who uh, is a member of a local Rotary Club in Ensenada, who I had met online through Rotary, and we set up uh, a meeting to meet each other in person and drink some beer and just talk shop, and uh, he's become a pretty good friend, so that was kind of cool. It's amazing what the power of Rotary and the power of beer will do, um, and he highly recommended that I check out this place, so I met him there for a bunch of beer. Um... This was probably my 
second favorite brewery of all the breweries that I uh, tried. Uh, some of their beers included the uh, Sirena, uh, which was 23 IBU, uh, Pilsner 5.2 ABV. I uh, gave it a solid three and a half stars. Uh, Czech style, a little light, but not bad. I had that one both at the brewery as well as at uh, Deckman's, uh, this outdoor uh, alfresco dining restaurant in the uh, valley, the wine country of Mexico. The Marea Roja was a red ale. 43 IBU, 4% ABV, uh, 3.5 is the rating I gave it. Uh, not, not a bad beer at all. Uh, then I tried the Mantis, which was really, really good with beer. Uh, 40 IBU, 5.5 ABV. Give it, uh, I gave it a four. Yeah, four. Um, Definitely would recommend that one if you're down there. And then I believe those were all that I tried. So, yeah, that that was it. So uh, this place had great beer and the atmosphere was great. And they had sort of like a tapas menu, uh, not a full, not a full kitchen, but. Uh, some decent food options available. Um, and like I said, my second favorite brewery, uh, if not just for the atmosphere and the fact that it was built out of a bunch of old freaking shipping containers. Um, I would probably want to go there again uh, and go there during the day when I could see the view from that place because it's right by the water. I will be sure to uh, post pictures uh, from this and all the other ones I went to um, on the Facebook page. So check it out. And now uh, let's head over to uh, the fourth and final place. Cerveceria Wenland. This place is unique in Ensenada in that there are two locations. There's the main brewery and tap room, which was located north of town. And this tap room with a kitchen that was located right on the main drag in like downtown Ensenada. That's the location that I chose to, to visit with my wife on our, I believe it was our third night in town. Um, beers that I tried included the Harry Polanco, 50 IBU, 5.5 ABB. Red Ale, um, solid beer. I didn't really know what to rate it, so I didn't rate it. Um, Wenland was probably my least favorite of the four breweries that I went to. Nothing was really that solid. Um, Nothing I would write home about. The Humpy Humpy was decent. It was this red ale. They really had a lot of red ales. Very German uh, influence, an American influenced beer uh, brewery. Uh, 30 IBU, 5.5 ABV. Um, 
solid beer. Uh, but again, I was not impressed by this place. Uh, the Veranega was a pale wheat ale. Uh, what can I say about that beer without just destroying it? Um, two stars. Not, not. It pains me to talk about this place because I, I don't. I don't like to trash craft breweries, especially in beautiful locations like Ensenada. But it's rough because this place, it was the OG down there. There weren't any, there had no competition for years. And then now it has competition and it's, it needs to step up its game. Uh, the Perro del Mar. I gave it three stars. American IPA. Meh. Um, the Vaquita Marina. Middle of the road. Pale Ale. Uh, I gave it 3.75. Uh, the Hans Zomer. Three stars. A Saison. That was the most exotic thing they had there. Uh, the Gaviota Melendres, a Pilsner, 20 IBU, 4.7 ABV, 3.75 stars, what I gave it. Um, so yeah, it, it's lightning round of getting through this brewery. Not the most cutting edge. They, did, they stay pretty safe. Uh, they talk about how beer should just be beer. Uh, they have a seven-barrel brewery, um, and then they do some barrel aging. Uh, they say they use wild yeast and bacteria, but nah, nothing. I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, before I start rambling, um, I mean, I'll probably give this place one more try when I go back again. Uh, maybe visit their actual brewery, which had a bigger selection from what I was told. But other than that, Wenlant was my fourth favorite. Uh, Double C was my third favorite. Ahogamala was my second favorite. And top of the line was Transpeninsular. <laughs> That's it. That was my craft beer experience in Ensenada. Overall, it's worth a visit if you like beer. Ensenada itself is full of friendly, hardworking people uh, that take the tourists, uh, you know feelings and experiences to heart and they, they want to be hospitable and you know make everybody feel welcome uh, it's very uh, it's a very easy place to just have a great time in the views are spectacular the food is amazing street tacos are ridiculous 
Um, you'll also want to try out uh, Husong's Cantina because that is where the margarita was invented. It's kind of up for debate if you ask certain people, but you know, I believe it. So, anyway, I uh, hope you didn't get bored out of your mind by this first episode. Like I said, I'm hoping to uh, mix up the format of this podcast as the episodes go along. Uh, any tips uh, that you have for me or suggestions, make sure to let me know. Comment on Facebook, email. You know, I'm here to uh, make this overall a, a really great podcast. I'll probably be bringing in guest hosts as well um, and other things that I come up with because I really don't want this to be a one-man show because I don't like all the attention on myself. If this thing is going to suck, I don't want it to just be my fault. Uh, Anyway, um, I'm Ryan. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Sorry it took so long to get this episode put together. Uh, I was expecting this to be something that would have been out in February or March, but shit happens. So anyway, um, episodes will be coming up again in the future. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the episode that will be coming up uh, this coming summer when I get back from my trip to Hamburg, Germany. I'm going to a rotary convention there. And that's going to be hopefully ridiculously awesome. Um, But I should have some other episodes between now and then because I plan on going to breweries uh, between now and then. So anyway, I'm Ryan Fagan. This is Craft Beer and Culture. See you next time.